Hey everyone, welcome to the show. It's the Off the Monorails podcast. Crazy to believe that we're here at, at this junction. It's been a long journey so far. Love it um, and can't wait for uh, for the next uh, side of this. My name is Jordan, as usual. I'll be your host today, along with my two fellow co-hosts, Justin and Ryan. Fellas, how are we doing tonight? Doing well. Uh, enjoying this cold front coming through. Yeah, it feels nice. Yeah, it's nice to be able to talk about Christmas and the holidays and actually feel like it for once here in Florida. Right. <laughs> yeah. Don't speak too soon because it could change. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, we'll probably be met with, uh, we'll probably be met with, you know, 40, 50 degrees, um, you know, leading up to Christmas and on Christmas day, it'll be 85 degrees. <laughs> yeah. Probably rainy. And they're done that. Yeah. And rainy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you speak from experience. So. Yeah, yeah, we got to that before, have we? Yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, if you're uh, just joining us for the first time, a special welcome and hello to you guys. Appreciate you taking some time to check us out. This is the Off the Monorails podcast. We are a easy way of putting it is a, a Walt Disney World podcast for adults. Uh, we like to. Uh, focus on the adult side of Disney and some of the fun things that adults can do and learn from and uh, enjoy, make your trip to Disney World that much better. And, uh, you know, learn from our personal takes and, and experiences. Uh, something for us to, you know, to grow on together and share some laughs along the way and get down to some nitty gritty sometimes. And, you know, it's a real world out there. And uh, so, we uh we do away with with the with the pixie dust and you know the sugar plum fairies and uh, we just uh, attack Disney World as it comes to us in in a real way. So uh, welcome, glad you're uh, glad you're with us, and thanks for spending a little bit of your time out of your day uh, listening to us. If you are have been listening to us for a while now, uh, welcome back. We appreciate you listening and, and your continued support. Uh, we couldn't do this without you guys. So. Uh, we've we're super excited. We've been seeing some some pretty substantial growth over the past few months, and uh, I, for one, guys, and just super pumped. This uh, kind of re- reinvigorates uh, our reason for for doing all of this in the first place, and that was to you know to help people and to entertain along the way and have some fun. And uh, I think uh, I think you know we're seeing some the fruits of that labor, and super excited to see those numbers. Yeah. It it gives us a sense of validation that what we're doing and the effort we're putting into this isn't falling to the wayside. So it's definitely a good feeling to know somebody out there cares enough to listen to what we got to (laughs) say. It, uh, it is a good feeling. Yeah. And not only that is it's across the board too. It's not just one thing, like just listening to us, like we're seeing it on, you know, informational posts, our blogs, uh, our website, you know, just all around, we're seeing a lot of good stuff. So we appreciate you guys checking us out and really listen to what we have to offer. And, you know, hopefully our tips and tricks and whatever you find, uh, you know, from us has helped in some sort, way or fashion, uh, because that is the exact reason why we're doing what we're doing. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, we uh, are going to uh, stick with our uh, holiday theme with today's episode topic. Um, 
just going get to get a little cheerful here. So uh, throw back a little bit to to our childhood um, and maybe even even recently as we discuss our uh, favorite uh, Disney Christmas movies today. So can't wait to, to dive into this. But before we do, uh, let's go through some a uh, little bit of housekeeping. And uh, as Justin mentioned, our website off the monorails dot com, uh, you can go there and find some pretty awesome things. If I do say so myself, uh, Ryan, you want to fill in the audience of uh, where they can find there? Uh, man, pretty much anything that we've done and what we plan on doing uh, as far as blogs go, they are a great way to get a synopsis of all of our stays at various resorts and visits to the parks for festivals, uh, dining experiences, you name it. Uh, we break it down thoroughly, and they are some damn good reads. Um, I enjoy when you guys uh, put in new entries, and I get a chance to kind of, you know, get get your perspective of it. Um, we're still actively adding stuff to the blog section, so uh, stay tuned for all of that, and we will convey that to the socials when we do so um we've got our shop on there we got some great stuff rolling out for the holiday season um i know justin sported uh, one of our new uh, t-shirt designs the ugly sweater variation um while he was at the christmas party and uh man that thing turned out pretty cool uh, we've got a couple more uh, holiday ones that are rolling out as we speak uh I'm just really excited to see what what Jordan comes up with next because he's he's kind of <laughs> knocking these designs out of the park right now. Yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, it's always fun to put the creative hat on and roll along with these uh, with these concepts and designs as we come up with them collectively and um, then put a put that together. So it's fun. Stay tuned. We're always rolling out some new designs for for the merchandise. So uh, it's a great uh, segue to to go and you know check that that shop out and if support the show um by by getting you some cool merch you know i think it's pretty cool stuff and uh, it's really nice quality high quality uh things as well so not only are you Agreed. getting shirts and um sweatshirts and things like that for the holiday season but we have some uh designs uh wrapped around the show and some things that we like to discuss and bring up and uh you know some themes around uh the off the monorails podcast so to speak so uh, we've got hats as well we've got coffee mugs we've got a little bit of everything for everyone so uh, go check that out we're always expanding and looking for ways to grow the the shop there so go grab yourself something for the holiday season still time to to get yourself and uh a friend you know a nice little gift for christmas so uh, go go check that out and grab grab something for your for the holidays uh, and yep. always remember too, we've got a uh, free shipping at $99 or more. So save yourself some money that way too. Absolutely. Get you a couple of shirts, take care of three or four people and save yourself some money on shipping. Win win. It feels really good too, because we're closing in on our official uh, one year uh, anniversary uh, of going live with the show. Uh, we actually, it's had, crazy. We, we actually recorded our first episode all the way back in uh, November of 21. November 23rd, actually. It was the Tuesday before Thanksgiving and uh, of 2021. And so that's that date, that one year mark has come and, pa- come and gone. But uh, we are about to, you know, if you go all the way back to our first episode, which first aired on 
December 21st, 21, uh, then uh, we are right almost there. We're nearly weeks away from from that one year anniversary mark for the show being being live. So uh, we've got some fun stuff for that anniversary coming up. So stay tuned for for that episode um, as we uh, kind of walk down memory lane and discuss some some things and about the early days of the show. Which is crazy to think. Uh, Humble beginnings. The early yeah. days of this show. <laughs> and you speak of memory lane. Like, can we just can take us back to that vibe of being in that one bedroom deluxe villa <laughs> at Animal Kingdom Lodge, cold weather <laughs> outside, Christmas yeah. decorations. Yes. Just just the boys. Bulma Man, with you that, guys for the first time. Oh gosh. Sitting, oh. uh, sitting poolside, uh, eating zebra domes and chalky milk. Chalky <laughs> milk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what then a day! Our asses kicked in air hockey. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. man, Let's not forget my, the uh, Tusker Lager introduction. That's where yeah, it all. And let's once again moment of silence for Tusker Lager no longer <laughs> being available. Thank you for your reference. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just, um, it's like you said, humble beginnings for sure. Uh, we've, we've learned and grown. If you, anyone that's listened to our first couple episodes that we recorded on one, on one microphone in the, uh, living space of the, of the Animal Kingdom Lodge resort room, uh, you know, it and was just me three sheets, three dreams. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> It was just uh you know a microphone uh, an iPad and in a dream maybe it was like that was it so um, now we have individual recording studios at our homes look at this look at <laughs> us wild hey, we hey, made it mom look hey. <laughs> who'd have thought who'd have, who'd have thought this <laughs> not yeah. me <laughs> so but it, it is like you know I want to go back and listen to some of our older episodes just to hear the growth that we've we've you know, I have accomplished I so far have. and I know we've had to have improved. I know I'm still, I still suck at this, but I know it's gotten better. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, if the, uh, the numbers tell us that people like to listen to us for, for whatever reason, I always have to keep reminding myself and kind of pinch myself that I, I still can't believe to this day that other people are listening to this show other than us <laughs> and, and come back, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So and they come you. back. So, yeah. So again, credit goes to the audience for sure on that one. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. I hope we keep you guys entertained because it is fun for us. You know, like I've said plenty of times, and I echo uh, what these boys have said as well. You know, this ain't a job for us. This is fun. And yeah, we enjoy doing this very, very much. So if you guys have, are, are finding some enjoyment or information that's helping you. Uh, that's what this is all about. We're, we're here to have a good time. And uh, I, I think uh, mission accomplished. Yeah, Still got a long yeah, ways th- to go though. This was a way for us initially just to reconnect and, and kind of get back, you know, to being how close we were growing up, you know, adult life is kind of, you know, put some things to the side and we're taking care of, of what's more important, you know, with our jobs and our kids and families and that stuff, you know, the big things really take up a lot of your time, but, uh, these mm-hmm. kind of things can, can have room in your life as long as you make, make some time for it. And it's been good for us. We've, we've grown even closer than we've ever been now over the past year. And 
I look forward to every time that, you know, our group chat lights up, you know, when are we recording again? What are, you know, we got this going on, we got that. And it's, it's just been a great way for us to stay even more connected, even beyond a family level. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. No question. No question about it for sure. So, uh, I want to drop something in here. I know our listeners can't listen or, or they can't see yeah, they can. what I just saw, but <laughs> that's the last. Let's start over here. So for our listeners that can't see what we're seeing, I just watched Jordan take a sip out of a, a Monsters Inc. scare energy tank. It, um, I hold on a second too. I'll, uh, Please tell me it's got a full battery. <laughs> uh, we'll, I'll let you know. Here, let's see if we can. Let's see if we can top it off. You shut your damn mouth. That is awesome. That yeah. is awesome. <laughs> your I, uh, screams they sustain me. I actually found that in the uh, lobby shop at Animal Kingdom Lodge, uh, Jumbo House. And as soon as I saw it, I knew it was coming home. So just the, just, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, there's a little, little, little gem that I found while at (laughs) Disney, um, a few months ago. So I'm over here with my lame ass Zephyr Hills bottle, (laughs) (laughs) just something a little more, a little more entertaining. So what we've got some, some other things to, uh, to walk down memory lane with uh, planned uh, for the, for the anniversary show. So stay tuned for that, everybody. Uh, This is also a great time, you know, uh, Justin, you know, you mentioned, you know, uh, uh, people, you know, interacting with us, letting us know. uh, And one way to do that, everyone, you know, just go ahead and leave us a review on your podcast platform. Uh, Click those stars if you can. And uh, type up a review if it allows it. I know like Apple Podcasts allows you to type up a little, little review, little little flavor of uh, what you like and don't like about the show. Uh, so and be honest, please. Yeah, feel free uh, to go and uh, give us a give us a rating and review. Uh, we'd love to see what your thoughts are. Uh, so again, uh, our goal is just to help and have fun at the same time. So, um, so we'd appreciate if you go and, and do that. Uh, with that. Uh, yeah. With that little housekeeping uh, being done, you you boys ready to dive in some uh, some Christmas flicks? Man, yeah. I'm ready. So the way I thought about doing this because you know I think everyone's grown up on different types of Christmas movies, and Disney's played a huge role uh, along you know right. uh, with that you know throughout the years and throughout our childhood and now into adulthood and. We've, you know, grown up, we had some classics. We may have had some things that were really classics when we were younger, but because we were younger, we didn't necessarily pay attention to them. Now that we're older, might have gone back and watched them. We can relate to them now. Yeah. So um, I just wanted, to, we just wanted to go through and, and, and just kind of talk about some of the movies that, the Disney Christmas movies specifically, that have played a role in our lives and meant something to us. And, um, and just kind of recount the way that those movies make us uh, feel uh, when it comes to the Christmas season. So um, with uh, with that, um, I'll just open up the floor round robin style. Of, uh, anyone that wants to take it and run just some of your favorite uh, favorite Disney Christmas movies and, and why. Let's uh, let's talk about yeah, it. Yeah, I'll, I'll kick it off. You know, I, I'm a sucker for nostalgia and whenever 
I think about the holidays for some reason, and I don't know why. Maybe it's just me, but like holidays trigger childhood memories for me. I always mm-hmm. think back to the magic of the holidays being a kid, and especially now with me having kids and hoping they relive even a fraction of what I had, you know, during mm-hmm. during the holiday times as a child. Um, Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas, uh, which Solid. released in 1999, that one played a huge role. I was nine years old when this came out, and I always look forward to any of the, the Disney Channel animated originals you know when they would roll those out on tv uh like on a friday or saturday night or something and uh mom and dad would make us a big pot of hot cocoa and some brownies and cookies or whatever and we'd all just gather around dad would make a fire in the fireplace and we'd watch it and um you know year after year i still continue to to watch it and it's just it's and I hate to start off with my number one, but I, I think it deserves the, the, the spotlight. But uh, Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas just really played a big role in my in my childhood as far as just bringing holiday magic. And I'm a sucker for the older, you know, the 1980s, 1990s uh, animation. Right. So, yeah, that's where that one falls for me. Solid choice. Yeah. I'm, uh, I guess I'll kick it off with my number one as well. Uh and then the rest on being no in particular order, but uh, my number one for sure that gets me in the Christmas spirit year after year after year is the Muppet Christmas Carol. Okay. Uh, anytime that comes on, I have to watch it. It is so good. Uh, the story is, you know, as, as you know, we all know, uh, it's it's really really good. It's it's a stern reminder uh, about perspective on life. And that sometimes what you may be going through is not as bad as what other people may be going through. So it's really humbling. But uh, just how the Muppets pull that story off, uh, it's really entertaining, funny. There's some comedy in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but above all, uh, the acting is so good in it, too. So uh, the Muppet Christmas yeah. Carol. My number one. I feel like I feel like that era of the Muppets was like top tier though to me. Yeah, oh, that yeah. was before the Muppets became kind of watered down a little bit. You know that they they were still pretty relevant then. So that that's a good pick. Yeah, for sure. Um, the way I thought of it was just I don't I didn't think they had particular orders to me because there's so many of right these movies, yeah. especially yeah. When, you, when you consider the newer. Uh, acquired licenses that Disney got with Fox and uh, with that deal. Um, but the way I thought about it is just like, what are the, what's the one that just comes on during the season and I immediately just watch it. Like no matter where it's at, you know, if I was scrolling through and it happens to be, and I, I land on the channel and it's playing, which mm-hmm. ones do I just stop immediately and just finish watching? And I think one of those that um, that will always be that way for me is the Santa Claus. Yes. The original with Tim Allen. You know, it's 1994 release. I I remember watching this pretty much uh, when it came out. And so Mm -hmm. I've been watching it for a long time now. (laughs) Um, I think it was a it was showcasing Santa Claus in a way that had never been done um, mm-hmm. and it gave you um, a little bit of a step in 
kind of this magical journey into what the North Pole would be like and Santa's workshop mm-hmm. would be like. No other movie had done it really. You know, you had other older movies like Miracle on 34th Street. And you had other movies right. del- dealing with Santa Claus as a character directly, but this put a completely different spin on it. And mm-hmm. I, I, I just, it's one of those that like, it's the childhood memories of just watching this movie mm-hmm. literally every year. Uh, it, it, you know, and, and there's so, so much to relate to without, you know, within that movie. Yeah. So it's, for me, it'll always be one that I just will always go back to and will always, it's always a must watch during, during Christmas. So yeah, and plus it's got Tim Allen, you know, America's dad, like <laughs> for real, he's, yeah, for real. he's an icon. Great yeah. pick. Great. And it's pick. nice to see them, you know, reboot that and give it a series on Disney Plus here recently. So yeah, and looking, looking forward, forward to the new to uh, that. new release too. So haven't watched it. So, but uh, the new version. So we will. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see have to reconvene on that one. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, so I'll kick off round two. Um, this one covers a couple of different holidays, but um, Nightmare Before Christmas by yeah. Mr. Tim Burton. Uh, it, it, I can watch it from September all the way to January. I, I, hell, I can watch it year round. Yeah, I gotta say, I could, I could literally watch that movie at any time, anywhere. Like it's, it's a no brainer, right? It's, yeah. it's so funny too how much uh, um, of a pop culture icon this movie has become. Yes. Yeah. Like, like it is not, it's transcend to, to the same degree that we just were talking about, like we could watch it year round. It's transcended the holiday season. Like it's yep. just a movie now at this point. That's just, yeah, you know, a cult classic at this point. Yeah. And as a kid, I didn't appreciate this movie for what it was. Cause I didn't really same. know any better, but watching it now with like the, the added, uh, detail of high definition television and stuff like yeah. that really seeing how Tim Burton's animations still hold up even in high definition television for 1993 that is absolutely incredible like just that movie looks fantastic yeah just the the imagination and the way that it is put together i mean it's just yep. it's a beautiful yeah. it's a beautiful way of designing a movie you know yep. yeah and Danny Elfman being the national treasure that he is like that, yes. that movie, that movie put him in a different echelon and uh, it's, you know, it's got some creepiness to it, especially like whenever I was a kid, I didn't really watch it that much as a kid cause I was creeped out by it, but oh, okay. watching it as an adult, I, I can't get enough of it. I mean, my three-year-old has watched it every day <laughs> for the last <laughs> month and a half. Yeah. It's funny. I mean, yeah, you're right. Like, you know, Gibson knows all the songs. You know, it's like he's six and he knows all the songs to like almost word for word to Nightmare Before Christmas. You know, like I didn't know that Crazy. when I was six years old, you know, but right. it's just it's just it's a, that's just how it's taken over. Uh, and you see it everywhere now. Uh, it's yeah, it's just a full representation of of how how it's become an icon. So I'll kick off. uh my second round here, uh, I think all of us probably had this somewhere on our list, but uh, this particular one s- stands out above the rest of them. That is Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. 
Uh, this was acquired from Fox. I mean, if you've never seen the movie, go watch it. It's funny. It's mischievous. It's got action. It's got lots of uh, uh, antics and jokes and games being played on some robbers. And uh, <laughs> Kevin, Kevin is just a, a mastermind child that is just besting these two robbers. Yeah, and uh, it's got Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern in it. You have yeah. to watch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ha- you have to. It's you so like, good. It's so funny. You prefer number two over one hundred percent. One hundred percent for Why me personally. Why is that? Uh, well, I mean, it's it's based around the Christmas time. So he's already got lost before in the first movie. And then the second one, he's in New York during Christmas time. Like it, it just the things that went on that he did. Uh, I, I just felt like it was funnier. It was more relatable to me. Uh, and it stood out above every other uh, film in the uh, Home Alone series. Yeah, I do. Th- I feel like the New York vibe did kind of help set that one off a little more versus him being at home in Chicago. Yeah. You've got the, um, you've got the central park aspect to the movie as well. Mm-hmm. Rockefeller yeah. center. Yeah. Or Plaza. Yeah. Yeah. And those are national treasures during the, you know, Christmas time to begin with for travelers. So yeah. it just, there, there was a lot to relate to. Harry. <laughs> 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 that was a shout of a tool chest falling down the stairs. <laughs> Moments like that, yeah, that that that's what sets the movie over the top. Yeah, for sure. Eat um, brick, kid. <laughs> he just, whatever he does, man, just never, just always backfires. It's just so good. Just like she makes that movie though. Like, it's like so you know funny. it's coming. You you like you know that their plans are about to get spoiled, and it's just like yeah. Oh, yeah. you're just waiting for it to see like how it happens. <laughs> I don't know which scene is better, the part where he gets like hooked up to the um the welding machine and it shocks <laughs> yeah. him, or the one where he's already been hit with a brick and he's looking up and he's trying to tell uh Harry he's like <laughs> that one. That one for yeah. sure. Because he's got the mark on his, he's got the mark on his face. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh my god, he's done already. Oh, Side note: Go watch the movie. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. One for me too. So this was actually one that I hadn't. I honestly didn't know about it. Until I started dating my now wife, Melissa. Um, and she'll be super excited to to know that this one is now on the list. Uh, but and let me know if you've heard of this as well, guys. But this is from this is a Jim Henson movie uh, from 1977. And it is Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. Uh, this is uh, no. Muppet Muppet Characters. Um, and it was a, originally it was a TV special that aired, um, uh, back in 77 and it's all based off of a, off of book, uh, same, same name, but essentially it's about this little otter that he's, you know, he's in poverty 
and he's trying to uh, help his family, help his mom uh, for just a better life for them. And he uh, he gets uh, a little little band together and he participates in a in a band competition in the town and there's prize money involved. And so he basically uh, sells out his, you know, everything that he has um, to help his mom, to help his family out by to try to win this thing. And um, I'm not going to say how it, I'm not going to give you any spoilers, uh, but it's, it's just a really good heartfelt movie. Uh, It's only like 48 minutes long, so it's super short, but it's got some very good touch moments about Christmas and what Christmas can mean from, from the heart. And uh, there's also just some great scenes in it, some great character uh, development in there as well, uh, which is crazy to think from from a Muppet, you know, basically TV movie from the 70s. Uh, but it's uh, it's pretty good. And there's also in 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 the uh, it's part of the band competition. There's this like almost like Slayer like rock band that's <laughs> participating in this thing, too. And they're just, it's so over the top. It's just, it's so good. So that's, uh, that's one to go watch. If you can find it, um, go, go check that out. I'm not sure if it's a, uh, obviously it's a, it's a Jim Henson movie. So, um, I believe that Disney owns the rights to this now. Um, but I'm not sure if you can find it on, Disney Plus right now. I don't. I don't think you can. Uh, I had to. I found it um, digitally. Like, I believe on like uh, Vudu or one of those services. I think Prime uh, probably has it too. So, uh, but yeah, go check that out for sure if you haven't seen it. It's a. It's got a good message behind it. So I got a question because you said Emmett Otter. Now yeah. there's an Emmett Otter in Zootopia. I wonder if there's any kind of correlation to to that characterization probably i mean there had to be right it's probably paying some homage to jim henson in that way yeah that's what i'm thinking it's more of a tip of the hat pretty cool if i'm not mistaken uh zootopia is a walt disney pictures movie it is is. so that would make a lot of sense Mm -hmm. absolutely you never Hmm. know might have to research that yeah Um, yeah moving forward um my third pick Dates back to 1983, and this is Mickey's Christmas Carol, the the animated yes. uh, movie. Yep, that's a good Man. one. Man, yet again, another one that just strikes the childhood feels. Mm-hmm. You know, you got, um, of course, you got Scrooge McDuck playing Ebenezer Scrooge because why not? <laughs> but um, my my favorite was ha- the the three different ghosts. So they had Jiminy Cricket as the ghost of Christmas Past. And then Willie the Giant as the ghost of Christmas present, with Pete being the ghost of Christmas future. I thought that those ca- those characterizations were pretty Very spot fitting. on. Yeah. And um, anything with Jiminy Cricket, you know, is, is going to be an icon. But um, yeah, just another one that I, I remember spending many Christmases as a kid, snuggling up by the fireplace with some cocoa or some snacks. And, and and watching this one on on the Disney Channel, and I, if, if I'm not mistaken, we had it on VHS. Um, if that really shows our age, 
<laughs> but yeah, just another one that that really brings back some of that childhood magic for me. Yeah. For sure, for sure, without a doubt. Solid pick there. Yeah. Uh, for my next one, it's it's came out recently, and it's not necessarily a full length movie. Uh, it's kind of like what Jordan you know picked on the last round. Uh, it's kind of a Christmas short, if you will. But I really love how they did this. Olaf's Frozen Adventure. <laughs> there is there is just something about Josh Gad being Olaf that just it 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 fits so well. And just Olaf being the whimsical way that he is and just how you know how funny he is without even trying is so it's so daggum funny to watch him go through everything he does in that movie. Uh, and I laugh so hard. Like when it comes on, I have to sit and watch it. It sounds, it sounds so bad, but like, it's, it's so funny. I have to sit there and watch it. And I, I laugh so hard every single time. So, uh, feel like that one should be mentioned for sure for my round three. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, the way that they use that character, you can't go wrong with any of the stuff that they that they do with with Olaf. Let's just face it. So, um, I I'm gonna throw one out there for you guys. Um, and I've got a I've also got a question I want to follow up on um, as well. Okay. well. We'll we'll do that in a second. Not technically a it's a Disney movie, but it's not technically a. Christmas movie, but I'm going to throw it out there anyways, because it is a okay. winter movie. Cool Runnings. Love it. Does that count? Can I count that? Why not? It's our <laughs> list. Hell yeah, it counts. Hey, hey Sanka, <laughs> you dead? You dead, man? <laughs> no, nah, man. I ain't dead. Hey, kiss my lucky yeah. egg. <laughs> that one deserves it. It's just... and And let's talk about how our childhood was filled with cool runnings. It was it was played everywhere we went. Yeah, I just kind of relate it to to Christmas because it was always played around, you know, like you're on the Disney Channel and it was always played right. in this time. Mm-hmm. You know, Hell, yeah. even today, like you could randomly see it pop on from time to time. It's it's, it's still relevant. And plus, with John Candy as the coach, you 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 can't yes. help but watch that. Thing. Correct. It's just crazy. That was 1993 that came out. <sighs> it's wild. Years keep coming and they don't stop coming. <laughs> <laughs> this is, these lists like this, man, they make me feel old quick. Right, and it shows our age that much more. Quick. I've already referenced VHS, so there's the head. <laughs> <laughs> there's the first L we took tonight. Oh. <laughs> so let me ask the question that I wanted to go back to. So Disney's had, and you've both mentioned two of them already. They've had, I can't, I don't know the exact number of renditions of the Christmas Carol. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause you've got the animated Jim with Jim Carrey, you yep. know, Disney's Christmas Carol. Um, and it, I feel like, you know, that plays out in with several different, uh, I'll call them character groups um, that Disney you know, owns you've, you know, you've stated one or the other in your list. 
is that mm. is that where those particular ones fall is it like is it the story that you like or is it that version of the story that you like specifically around the christmas carol for me personally it's the specific version of the christmas carol that i really enjoy the story i, I like it's gonna stay pretty much the same across the board it's just the character introductions may be a little different yeah so uh, what let me lo, so i'll ask it this way what about what about the muppet version for yourself and for ryan what about the mickey character versions uh why is that why do you like that prefer that over the other renditions of a christmas carol ryan i'll let you go first here yeah um mine more so was because I was a kid when these came out. Actually, I didn't even exist in 1983 when it came out. But whenever I watched it as a kid, just the way that they broke it down, because it it can be a little bit of a dark and sinister story if you if you watch some of the original renditions of it. And right. you know, I've seen it I've seen it uh, as an actual play before, and it, it got a little creepy at points. But they put it in a way where a kid could kind of understand it a little better. And I think that's where it made it so relatable, and it just stuck with me over the years. Just it it, it started out with being relatable as a child, and then it it's tied to uh, memories from my childhood. So that's where I kind of hang on to it. It's kind of a a couple of different things, you know, in, embodied together that that really made it stick to me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, for the Muppet one, I just I think it's how they portray like the the comedy levels i guess that's that's what separates them quite a bit uh you know the muppets are going to have a lot of antics in there and a lot of different things that they carry yeah. over from that you know ip very true um so i think that's unique to you know their uh to their story uh with mickey's version that one's going to be more like streamlined towards your younger kids, your, you know, kids in first, second, third grade, you know, just, just getting to know the story. Like Ryan said, it's, it's how they tell a dark story and trying to lighten it up for everyone to enjoy. And I think it's just like different levels of how light they go with it to try and brighten it up because it is a dark story in some parts, but yeah. Um, I think that's the difference in them. Okay. Yeah. I was just curious, you know, like, um, you know, why one versus the other and it totally, your reasons definitely make sense for sure. Thank you. Um, I'm going to touch on just some of the, and Justin, you kind of mentioned it as well with, with the Olaf pick. Um, but just some of these shorts that they've mm-hmm. done for Disney plus, or some of the, I'll I'll include um, specific holiday episodes of series as well that stand out uh, when it comes to to Christmas time and kind of them themselves making their own individual marks on the on the landscape. Um, you know, one for for me in uh, you know, Bluey has obviously taken 
this uh, world by storm here. Yep. And the Veranda Santa episode of Bluey uh, back from season one. It's uh, episode 52. Um, that It's so funny, so comical. Yeah, it's we actually have the book version of this story as well uh, that my kids absolutely love and find hilarious. Uh, but it's just the normal antics and the normal dynamics and teaching right and wrong and just it drives home a lot of those ideas and it's just blue is a good show already. There's a lot of things right. from bolts in that show and um, the veranda Santa episode is really good. It's one of the you know top ones in my opinion of, of that um, series altogether. Uh, and then you've got some of these other specials that they've done. Uh, they've done some of the, the Lego Star Wars holiday specials, mm-hmm. hilarious, um, yep. and even some of these um, these Disney Plus originals, like the like Noel. I don't know if you guys got a chance to check that out. Um, I have back in 2019 when they first launched Disney Plus. This was like one of the first exclusive yep. movies that they had made um, with Anna Kendrick and Bill Hader, um, and that was it was really good. You know, it's yeah, from what I remember, it was a good movie. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, there's so there's some good options that haven't quite become, you know, uh, a lot of our picks are are based on, you know, they've aged, right? They've just, they've aged very well, just like us, in my opinion. Like a fine <laughs> wine, baby. I've aged like milk. <laughs> just curdled <laughs> uh, just is sour that what these rolls bitter. are <laughs> sour though baby drinking might be some- my ass jiggles for a week <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um you know maybe in time some of these uh some of these sh- newer things uh may may become uh some things that, you know, we look on years from now or our kids yeah. look on. So uh, it'll be interesting to see for sure. Uh, like you had mentioned earlier about uh, the shorts, uh, I think that's a, a, a direction Disney has definitely taken on head on. Uh, and I would not be surprised if they generate some more stories down the road with uh, using the shorting uh, or short video format, like uh, with cars. Like cars is knocking it out of the park. Oh, yeah. And uh, I would not be surprised to see some Christmas episodes come out in that format. Yeah. I think they do it on purpose too, because as humans, we've now become used to that consumption method, right? Where, you know, it used to be like long form and that was it. And then we started getting into series and, you know, the series become 30 minute episodes. And then we start, you know, consuming all this media on our devices. And all those videos now become reels and shorts and TikTok videos mm-hmm. and, you know, 30 second, 50 second, 120 second clips um, of content. And that's how we consume it. And so I think that's where shorts come in. Right. And that it's much quicker and easier to consume and especially and produce yeah, and in this binge mentality, right? That you could just roll into the next one, into the next one, to the next one, to the mm-hmm. next one. Like it's it's a scroll mentality. 
it's the same concept, right? Mentally, it's the mm-hmm. same concept. Um, once it's done on a TV versus on a phone or you know other device. So I think that's kind of the psychology behind it. Uh, so yeah, I don't think that's going anywhere. I think you're definitely right in the thinking that we'll see more shorts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, well, what's, easier to, to make, what's easier to make an entire movie or one scene and call it an episode, you know, correct. Correct. Cause that's what these, these shorts are. It's pretty much like a scene, just a mm-hmm. cutaway almost. And yeah. I mean, it's working cause I watch all kinds of different shorts and reels on a daily basis. And <laughs> yeah, well then too, they can also add them into the canon. Like you can actually, mm-hmm. yeah. put, you know, mold these little shorts series in between other pieces of the bigger story. And they make it fun for people that really want to dive into the characters. They can really get into um, the storyline and feel like a sense of completeness, if you would. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so. like Mater's Tall Tales, where he, oh, he learned so about all good. the little odd jobs mm-hmm. that he's had. He's so he airplane. He was a wrestler. He's firefighter. Yeah. yeah those he was are a awesome. monster truck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we Ghost actually. Light. <laughs> um, Gibson actually has the monster truck set from mm, the El, El Matador or whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah, El Matador, yeah. uh, the tour mentor, tow mentor. Um, I've got the um, the, I've got the Matorhawk uh, pin on my pin board. I'm looking at it right now. Nice, I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Yeah, I just like the the um. The band one too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Daggum, 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 daggum. <laughs> My man was in the pocket on that bass. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> that little forklift, man. He was going. Oh, man. So, I digress. I digress. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, any other, any other top of mind, uh, movies no i mean the ones y'all named off were were kind of the ones that were on the bottom half of my list so if y'all weren't going to say them i was going to i feel like we 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 are complete and you had briefly mentioned it earlier jordan in a comparison but uh i feel like an honorable mention deservably so goes out to miracle on 34th street oh yeah Yeah. uh that is an acquisition yeah, that is a Disney acquisition, so it is now in the Disney umbrella. Uh, iconic movie. If you've never watched it, trust me, just turn on the TV at some point in the afternoon. You'll find it. <laughs> it'll it'll be on here soon. Uh, if not, I'm sure it's on Disney Plus, and we can you know, find it there. But great story. There's so much in that story that they packed into it and has got a lot of relevance still today. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I mean, we didn't throw out any of these like super old ones. Um, Babes in Toyland night from 1961, but that was a Disney classic. Um, when it, when it comes to the Christmas season, um, even something a little bit newer, uh, I say newer, newer than that <laughs> as a reference point, but, uh, from 98, I'll be home for Christmas. A little Jonathan Taylor Thomas action there for you. Oh man, JTT. 
Uh, Man, haven't heard that name in a while. Beauty and the Beast, the Enchanted uh, Christmas, right? Yeah, that, yeah. yeah, that was a good one. Another, a, another instant classic. Yep. So you've got some of these that have definitely s- stood the test of time and maybe aren't on the first tier radar, uh, but are Disney classics when you when you think of Disney movies, uh, uh, Disney Christmas movies. That is so. So yeah. Um, now I'm I'm ready to f- add all these to my Disney Plus list and start start watching. Yeah, man. If this yeah, weather stays cool down, time. I wouldn't mind uh, making a pot of coffee and watching some of these in the evenings. Might have a little something to do this week. Well, speaking of coffee, uh, what type of coffee are you going to drink, Ryan? Uh, that'd be none other than our friends at Electric City Roasting Co. And uh, they throw down the gauntlet when it comes to those those beautiful beans. Let me tell you. Because um, I, I I can't buy unless it's bulk at this point. <laughs> For I'm already a coffee, I'm a coffee drinker as it is. I, I'm at the point in life where I drink coffee in the mornings and in the evenings. So yep. uh, yeah, that's where I'm at in life. But um, <laughs> whether it's the uh, cheers, I, I like the the boom roasted and the velvet, which is the, the couple of the roasts that they carry year round. But this yep. this harvest blend that they have for the fall season, uh, I've got to snag a couple of bags of that uh, before before it goes off the shelves for the season. Yeah, um, yeah. Hurry up and it's hurry great. up and get it while you can. Yeah, it's delicious. That's all there is to it. Um, I've been telling everybody that I know because I'm uh, a little bit of a coffee snob, and mm-hmm. people are starting to understand that in the workplace environment. And, uh, they'll ask me recommendations. I have coffee. Yeah, they'll, they'll uh, ask me for recommendations on coffee. So I uh, lead them directly to Electric City Roasting because they're making some great stuff. Yep, and I uh, agree. with them being a, like a, a small batch uh, in a small company uh, based out of Pennsylvania, uh, it's a great way to help a small business thrive. And uh, even though they're a small business, they are accredited by the Specialty Coffee Association. And they are a women-owned company. So, once again, it's just a great way to, to help a small business thrive. And uh, these are the kind of people that we like to help because we're also running a small business. So, we, we appreciate any help we get. And uh, we can also help you out by uh, using our affiliate link at the bottom of our episode description. And whenever you fill that card up with all your goodies, be sure and use the code OTM Coffee 20 and that will save you 20% off on your first order. So Love stack up and save there. some pennies. Yes, sir. Yeah. Well, while we're talking about enjoying the cold season, we got some stuff to keep you warm in our uh, online shop at offthemonorails.com. We got some uh, freshly released part one of our holiday uh, offerings, including long sleeve versions, sweater versions. Uh, we have some hoodies available for adults and kids alike uh some with uh some holiday designs and uh phrasing on there we got snope season if you know you know uh we also have the off the monorails ugly sweater uh just pay attention to the uh the details on that with the uh the beer mugs and the ornaments it's just chef's kiss and uh don't forget we are offering free shipping at $99 or more when you check out. So make sure when you are filling up your cart, get something for a friend, a couple of your uh, neighbors, 
maybe some family members, fill it up, get over the $99 mark and save yourself a little bit of money on shipping. It'll be free at that point. So don't forget to uh, check us out at offthemonorails.com. Absolutely. Um, And also, if you want to maybe stay warm by building yourself a little miniature fire uh, that happens to smell good, also known as a candle, uh, you can go check out our partner, 1901 Candle Company. Uh, they're also in the episode description. Um, they make Disney-inspired and pop culture-inspired scents. So you can get your house smelling right for the holiday season. As all those guests start to come over to your house, you want to, you want it to smell nice. So you do. go ahead, go check them out. Indeed. Um, a link, again, is in the episode description. And just for listening to us, they're going to give you 15% off your order. So uh, use the coupon code off the rails 15 at checkout. And again, link is in the episode description. Go get yourself some good stuff. They're a small company. Uh, they're family owned and operated. Um, they are some great people and cannot say, can't say enough good things about them. So go check them out. Go grab something. They obviously candles make great gifts as well. So throw them in the stockings and fit real nice down the stockings. Uh, perfect so. for shipping too. Absolutely. Yes, they are. So, absolutely. so don't forget, look in our uh, episode description so you'll see all this information down below and you'll be able to uh, take advantage of all these savings with coupon codes and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, also in the episode description is a support button. If you'd like to support the show uh, by buying us a coffee, uh, you can uh, do I so. I love coffee. I, me too. Click that button. Uh, it's on the website as well at offthemonorails.com. Click support. It'll give you the option to buy us a coffee or two. And by buying us a quote-unquote coffee, uh, you are uh, directly contributing funds to the operations of the show as we continue to uh, push content to you guys um, as much as we can, uh, going to special events at Disney, um, going to different uh, dining establishments, bringing you back firsthand experience and knowledge and our recounts so that you can be better informed and have a better experience planning your next Disney World vacation. Um, all that goes into that. So uh, we do appreciate anything uh, that you feel led to contribute to. And a special thanks goes to all those that have contributed so far. We do appreciate it, and it helps tremendously. So I agree. With, uh, with that being said, guys, um, I think that'll round out today's episode. Uh, don't forget to go follow us on all the socials at Off the Monorails. Uh, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube. Uh, you name it, we're pretty much there at Off the Monorails. Got some content. We're just keep on loading, firing. Uh, so uh, stay tuned for for that. Interact there with us. Uh, gives you a chance to kind of get to know us a little bit there, and uh, absolutely get on the get on the level with us. So and don't forget like, share, comment, all that stuff on all the social stuff. We love to engage with you guys. You guys make us laugh. We hope to make you laugh, you know, and share some, uh, share some things together. So feel free. Let's interact and engage together. I'm free. <laughs> I'm free. I'm also careless. And I believe bowl of a bowl of the Otis. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. I'll have that. <laughs> <laughs> if you know, you know. You know. <laughs> All right, fellas. Well, <laughs> Happy holidays! Uh, it's been a it's been a good time chatting some uh, Disney Christmas flicks, and I'm loading up the uh, new Disney Plus list as we speak. So I'm uh, I'm gonna go watch a movie. Sounds good. 
think I'll do the same. We'll see you next week. Until then, I'm Jordan. I'm Justin. And I'm Ryan. And this is Off the Monorails. Off the Monorails.